Welcome again to the podcast brought to you by The Daily Word. This is a program that's designed to encourage you and to help you overcome the challenges and temptations of everyday life. Today's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15, which says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Our prayer is that the Holy Spirit will rest upon everyone and give them the boldness to declare the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to anyone with ears to hear. We thank the Lord for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, after reading today's scripture, I realized that Jesus had changed his agenda. And so I was determined to find out why. At the beginning of his ministry, he told his disciples to preach the message of the kingdom of God only to the lost sheep of Israel. However, at the end of his ministry, they were to go into all the world and deliver the good news of the gospel. Something changed, and we're going to find out what it was. Listen to what it says in the book of Matthew, chapter 10. It says that, And when he, Jesus, had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of disease. These twelve Jesus sent forth, and he commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans. Do not enter, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. In this first commission, they were instructed to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Why was that so important? Well, it was important because God wanted to start his church with the Jews first and then bring the Gentiles in. The Apostle Paul, he made a similar statement in Romans 1.16, which says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Again in Matthew chapter 16 at Caesarea Philippi, Jesus asked his disciples, he said, Who do men say that I am? And they said, Well, Some say that you are John the Baptist, some Elias and others, Jeremiah, or some of the prophets. So then he asks them the all-important question, Who do you say that I am? Then Peter, with unprecedented exactitude, he shouted, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock 
I will build my church. Upon this revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That was the promise, the foundation of the church of Jesus Christ, a place where, you know, Jews and Gentiles were welcome. In the book of Acts chapter 10, we read, we read about a man named Cornelius. He was the first Gentile to receive the Holy Spirit. And it didn't end there, but it continued throughout the book of Acts for both Jews and Gentiles. You might find uh, this message a bit longer than usual. And it's because I want you to know why Jesus changed his agenda to include everyone. Now, Jesus knew how hostile the world was, and it still is, toward the message of the gospel. He knew that while he was with his disciples, they would have the confidence to share his message to the Jews. And as we read previously, he gave them power over demons and the healed sick and so on. He knew that when it was time to depart, they would lose their confidence to share the gospel, especially after having witnessed the brutal crucifixion of their leader. What did Jesus do in order to rectify that situation? Well, he made them a promise. In John 14, 15 to 18, he said, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And he made them that promise. Now the story is just as compelling in Luke 24 verses 46 to 49. Here, then Jesus said to them, and his, these are the disciples, he said, this is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. But you know, it was only after the resurrection of Jesus that the gospel should be preached to all nations. Even so, it must begin in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit was and still is the driving force in the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But now it's time for the ascension. Look what happens in Acts chapter 1 verses 6 to, 6 to 8. It says that, Therefore, when they had come together, that's all the disciples, um, they asked Jesus saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times and seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, 
but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now, if we continue to read Acts chapter 2, we will see where the apostles were baptized with the Holy Spirit and they received the power just as Jesus promised. But you know what? I'm out of time. I really do hope that you were blessed by what you have heard. So till the next time, this is Anthony and Cindy saying, trust in the Lord. He will never leave you nor forsake you.